0: Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic. We're in season four, and I'm loving the season so far. So many incredible stories, and that's the power of story. When you hear someone's life, their journey, their encounter with God, it creates faith in you. Faith comes by hearing, and you start to want God to come into your life that way. And I just think of it as, you know, if my dad ever gave my sister a gift, and it wasn't her birthday, or it wasn't. A special occasion. then he owes me a gift too. That's how I felt when I was growing up. And I feel the same way now. It's like if I hear a story of God from somebody, then I assume that God wants to do that with me as well in some capacity. The same price he paid on the cross is for all of us. So I love the podcast. And today we have our very own Jeremy Boutros, who I hope that you get to know after this podcast through his resources. He has such incredible ways of doing a life, operating with his wife, Dr. Ali Boutros, who's been on here, been part of our platform. She's also my upcoming TVN show, Discovering God. But Jeremy graduated Bethel School of Ministry and has been working with itinerant ministers and speakers and churches for the last decade. And he's had the privilege to work for both profits and nonprofits, supporting their product development and strategic growth. But in addition to his work in ministry, he has also been investing in a small investment company and has a passion for writing and authored several books, including Praying Through Seven Mountains, Transcending Mindsets, and also. The uh, Ways of Prosperity with his wife, Dr. Ali Boutros, and they are just a power couple. And Jeremy has been running our organization, why he's been doing everything else for the last seven years, and has been the pioneer of a lot of our entrepreneurship, uh, where he just has this brilliant mind to bring process alongside a vision. And he sees in the spirit and hears God, you're going to love his stories. But he also is very practical, which I love that those two things always fit together. But they do beautifully in Jeremy, who moves in ministry and miracles, but also moves in practical and just process, which I love. But he can bring feasibility or bring process to something. And we sure have enjoyed working for him. And you're going to love the God stories. I mean, a lot of his God stories have inspired this podcast, our mentoring platform, things that he's felt in his spirit have moved us forward. And so if you've liked what we've been building, you're going to want to hear from Jeremy. He's coming up next. Hi. Hi. This is Shannon from the Bowles team. I want to tell you about an exciting offer for our brand new book, Wired to Hear, written by Sean Bowles and Bob Hassan. It's about connecting God's voice to your life, influence, and career. If you work for a living or run your own business and you desire to hear God's voice for yourself in the workplace, this is the book for you. Right now, you can pre-order Wired to Hear through bowlsministries.com. You'll receive a signed copy, a submission for a free grant, and many other exclusive offers only available through bowlsministries.com. Grab your copy today. Welcome to the show, and I'm so excited to have Jeremy Boutros because, Jeremy, you're the one who inspired this podcast. You're the one who told me, we need to do a podcast. Jeremy works for me, as I told you in the intro. And uh, when he first told me we need to have conversations with people, it's not just you visit their city once a year or you they read your book once, but where you create a conversation that keeps going, where people can just know what it is to walk things out with hearing God's voice and connecting to God in real ways. So, Jeremy, thank you because this is your fruit. How do you feel about that?
1: I love it. This is a fantastic podcast. You know, c- continuing the conversation of what God's doing in people's lives and developing principles and understanding for them to propel in their in their destiny and their future and really apply it to their own world. It's just, it's so fun to see how this exploded into a more of a movement, um, you know, than a podcast. Totally. And so I love, I love the idea of exploring the prophetic and continuing the conversation.
0: Well I'm just thinking of as I'm looking at you, because we we're visually seeing each other through um uh, whatever it's stream art or whatever but mm-hmm. our listeners are listening, but I think of you as like, I see in my, my mind's eye, a wall of hats mm-hmm. that you wear different hats depending on what part of the day it is. Cause you guys have you and Dr. Ali, who's been featured on our platform, but on the podcast is on my discovering God TV show on TBN. You guys, you and your wife um, have done so many types of things. You have your own podcast. Mm-hmm. You have your book, which is amazing together. You have books from before Mm Ellie. You guys, I mean, help consult with other ministries and other groups. You help uh, people write their books. You help bring books to market. Plus you run our entire organization Mm -hmm. and you have time to play. You have time to, Mm -hmm. you're a foodie. You love (laughs) Disneyland. Your life, just honestly, like sometimes I think (laughs) of your capacity. You have one of the largest capacities of any human beings I've ever met, which is just relationally, (laughs) spiritually, it's really awesome. We have really learned a lot from you. So uh, thanks for being on. And now you're going to wear the hat where it's Jeremy. We're going to talk to Jeremy, the person, not Jeremy, the one who runs Bowles Ministries, but Jeremy, the person who has a revelation. And I just love your revelation. So let's kind of go back a little bit into just some of your story. How did you get really hungry for hearing God's voice and connecting to God's voice? And we're going to go into what we talked about, because you had a really interesting thought kind of pattern I'm going to go through in a few minutes
1: yeah um well thank you for the introduction i i feel uh, very <laughs> very graced uh to be around you and uh for the last several years it's been incredible and and you know capacity has been a really fun thing to uh to discuss and to dive into i think we'll highlight it here as well um because uh revelation moments really open us up to greater capacity and
0: that's oh, um, so good it's so before
1: true. I, I go back to you know kind of where it began There was a moment when I was driving to work back when our offices were on, I think it was Lexington and Glendale. And um, I, I was, I was troubled by something processing an internal conflict with uh, a person with God, asking God about what he thought. And, um, and he, he told me specifically where he was uh, related to that person individually Wow! uh, in the moments that he had conflict with them, where his heart was broken and his, his process was challenged with them and where they broke away from them. And, uh, and he was telling me, um, I'm the most relatable person in your life. I, I, Mm. I, I can be the most relatable person to you in every situation. And, and instantly the, the questions I had were, were now answered because he, he became the answer. Even if I didn't have questions, it was still answered. And my capacity grew tenfold instantly. I felt it. And
0: it was well, just, I mean, it to was put, to see God put himself in that position relationally too, because I think that we don't, we don't see him on the other end of relationship conflict or turmoil or intensity. Mm-hmm. So that's so helpful. I think for even me, I'm just thinking of some relationships that, that applies to yeah, instantly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and go, uh, not
1: only did he solve the, the questions of my heart at the moment, you know, my pain points but I felt because I saw him as the answer, he's the most relatable person in my life. Um, wow. And I, my capacity grew and, and it really changed, began to change uh, at that moment. I just felt it in my side in, and inside, just a big bubble, just continue yeah. to expand. And I'm like, I can do that. I can totally do that. Let's do that. I can do that. We can do this. And uh, of course, my wife has great capacity. Uh, so we're, you know, we're doing great things together, um, but it grew in that moment. I I could feel it, you know, in terms of measurable growth.
0: Well, and it's interesting because you're talking about a regulatory moment that grew your capacity. One of the fruits of that also is it grew all of our capacity. Everyone who works with you, you would say, let's do registration in 15 minutes for, you know, 2,000 people or whatever, mm-hmm. 40 minutes mm-hmm. in, for 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of that at a conference before, like to mm-hmm. go through that fast. And our team would look at you like, there's no way. There's only three people at the door that we're going to do and they would do it. And you just yeah. had these ideas like we can, and it was kind of like you became an efficiency expert in a way, but it wasn't yeah. just about efficiency. It's about all of a sudden you would just see where we can go and mm-hmm. whether it's, um, well, let's do two book projects a year. Let's do this. And it really affected us, but I know it's affected you and Allie with some of the projects you've had. So right. it's not just a moment of God being the most relatable person. It's also you have a, a, a ability to impart capacity, I think, which has yeah. been you know, sometimes I feel like I work for you more than you work for me. Cause you have such brilliant <laughs> ideas and I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, th- I was with Randy Clark uh, in a conference. I was, um, I was interning for pastor Bill at the time. Um, and I think it was just up the, up the road on the one. And um, he said something about, um, you know, not, not missing the moment of visitation. And, mm. and that's been a hinge for me for my entire life now. Uh, I'm standing next to somebody. I'm talking to you now. Um, what is What's the moment of visitation that God has for me in this moment with you? Why did God put us in the same sphere, same wow. time, the same zone? And that way I don't miss it. I don't want to miss it. And yeah. if we can see that, Um, then we can see the capacity that's in the individuals around us. And we are able to partner with that and really make that happen because uh, people walked by Jesus all the time on the street and they had no idea who he was. And imagine walking by like God can answer every one of your prayers for all eternity, God, you know, and, and you, you have no idea. And it's, and it's a perception. It's just really an alignment. But for us to be able to see what God is doing in other people, and 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 realize that visitation moment, uh, I try to do that with the people around me as much as I can, uh, in in with discernment and in partnering with God's voice. But then recognizing the capabilities of of the individuals and calling them greater—it's really what prophecy is.
0: Yeah, well, you're really good at it. Well, let's go back <laughs> into the story a little bit because you're. Um... Just your foundation, you started out as a young, young guy, mm-hmm. you know, teenager, when you started to get encountered with God and you lived a very different kind of teenage life, which I think I did too. But I think mm-hmm. yours is really defined by encountering God and just really setting mm-hmm. yourself apart. So talk about that.
1: Well, I was born saved. Uh, that's what I tell everybody, uh, <laughs> if, if you can be, yeah. I was definitely born saved. Well, if
0: you know your mom, it's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely born saved, and uh, I had a really unique um, opportunity. My mom said, "You know, we're going to go find God. We're going to go on mission trips," and so I got to go on mission trips early on. And uh, one of my first trips I went on, um, it was in Brazil, and uh, it was with Pastor Bill and Randy Clark. I know I just mentioned them, but they were um, they were there at a, a Youth Power Invasion conference, and it was incredible. Twenty days and Uh, I got to um, I got to hear from a guy named uh, David. I believe is Davi Silva, Um, but uh, David in English. He's a worship leader. He was healed um, miraculously of of Down syndrome. He has all the I
0: remember that I've seen videos and everything.
1: The marks on his hands and you know the the facial features, and then he goes through his visitation and he talks about how God healed him, like in the middle of a plane crash. Uh the planes going oh down gosh. into the mountain. It's just the craziest story. Um, and uh, he has an angel visitation, it was Jesus himself, and then uh he gets completely healed, and then he prays for everybody. And uh he I just was so hungry for God, you know. Obviously, Pastor Bill was teaching there too and saying, you know, this is for you. Uh, but so hungry for God, and then he imparted to us. And uh literally the lightning bolt of heaven came through and uh he when he touched me i think it was my chest or my stomach i felt so much electricity in my body i couldn't move and uh wow. there was a pile of people and and i'm not exaggerating i don't you know i'm i'm the guy that stands up when everyone else gets prayer yeah everybody you're, else is you're on not the ground. guy who has manifestations no, i'm sure. not the guy i've known I'm you for years and
0: I've i've seen maybe a little bit yeah
1: i'm not the guy on the ground you know typically and i was on the ground for sure i was on top of three people and i didn't care you know wow. and um it felt it, it felt like uh, i've been electrocuted in in minor ways cuz i helped my dad do the electricity for our house <laughs> <laughs> but um but it it definitely felt like a 240 and and then and then it wow. felt like uh you know getting a novocaine shot throughout your entire body just completely numb wow it's like morphine i've been on morphine before um, but a heavier dose, and uh, I was down for about an hour and a half, and and then I felt a flame in the left uh, in my in my no it was my right palm. I felt a little flame in my right palm, like a like a candle light sized flame, and and then I heard the inner audible voice of God that said, um, "Now now this is yours to nurture, and the more you focus on it, the the greater you'll be aware of it." And so, wow. uh, ever since then, that moment, I could feel the tangible presence of God. Um, and anytime I give my mind's eye, my my heart uh, attention towards it, I can be aware of of where God is, my, the the physical presence of God, tangibly on my body, and uh, and it comes in many forms. Like if somebody tells me something, um, I can I can feel truth on it. I can physically feel like. That, wow. you know, someone's speaking something revelatory and I don't have to verify it. I can feel it in my body if I'm paying attention. And um, the same would go with, you know, leading uh, a certain direction or praying for certain people. Or I can feel like when I walk by somebody, uh, and I've heard stories of this before, where you walk by somebody and then feel the presence of God on them. Well, now I can walk by somebody. If I'm mindful of God's presence, I can feel how much they're carrying. And, um, and it kind of started in that oh, moment. Um and yeah. so it it became more of a a, a guidepost, um obviously to steer us, um but really a, a really an invitation, a beautiful invitation to 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 partner with what God's doing.
0: So you always just kind of knew God, but in that encounter or that visitation, He started something with you, which was like a greater identity of connecting to Him and and hearing His voice. It sounds like I mean mm-hmm. not everybody has that kind of lightning zap. And before and after awareness. A lot of times it's more progressive. And I know a lot mm -hmm. of listeners, though, might say, I'm a feeler. I feel when there's truth. I feel when someone's Mm -hmm. lying. I feel like that's helpful language, I think, a lot. But I love that that happened when you were so young and it took you on a journey of interning with some incredible ministries, going to Bethel School Supernatural Ministry and Mm -hmm. being Pastor Bill's intern and working with different prophetic ministries. And then you end up with us. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, doing all kinds of stuff on your own as well, like just your own calling, what you feel called to alongside of helping other people in their calling. But, you know, more recently, I think over the last you know year and a half or so, even with some of the changes that have happened with you and Allie feeling like we need to get this book out here, Ways of Prosperity. Mm-hmm. We need to go mm-hmm. for it. And it's just been su- it's such an incredible book for the listeners. I want to highlight this for a minute. Do a devotional time with this book every day until you're done. And I've done that. I've done it. Actually, I've gone back to cer- certain parts of it, too, because mm-hmm. you don't think of the Ways of Prosperity this way. And we don't have time to go into all of that. Maybe we'll, we'll highlight that in a minute. Uh, Mm -hmm. at the end, but, but it's such a great book, but you guys have done all these projects because of what God's been leading you in. But we were talking about something interesting right before we got on air, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And I want to go there because you talked about these hinge moments and the way Mm -hmm. that God changes and shifts us. And I think it's such helpful language and some of the things that you've gone through. Can can we go there? However you want to lead us into that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And I, I, you know, I do enjoy the uh the resources that come out of these revelatory experiences. Um, because as much as you know me, I'm I'm all about equipping people and giving them the tools and making sure that they're resourced so they can replicate it themselves. Um the 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 focal point for me uh for the last several years has been uh seeing the 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 word become flesh and and as we um actually see that transformation happen in ourselves we start to uh, create the experiences that we read about and we start to see the bible as an invitation more so than a history book and mm. um and there are hinge there are hinges in scripture um that will will take us to these um the the better experiences in god um most definitely and if we don't get the hinges if we don't pivot when god asks us to pivot scripturally uh our foundation isn't set up for uh, for these encounters, these experiences, a greater life with Him ultimately. We're we're living with a um, uh, um, a smaller perspective, um, a smaller experience. Um, so, I was just thinking and talking to you about uh, some of the hinges that really um, brought about a transformation in my life. And there's a handful in the scripture. And if we don't get them, then uh, we we are really seeing things uh, the way they, they used to be, and not the way they are now. And the first, obviously, is um, what happened with, with Adam in, the, in terms of the transfer of power and, and authority. But um, the second, you know, and I, I know I'll get a laugh out of Allie, is um, the second really is with, with the cow. It's the golden calf, you know? And it's when, it's when scripturally we, we denied relationship with God. We wanted someone else to represent God and, and connect uh, with us. And we didn't want that um, active relationship. And then it's really the cross um, of you know seeing on the right side of the cross versus seeing mm-hmm. Jesus still hanging on the cross, which a large majority of Christianity I think still does. They see they they close yeah. their eyes and they see him bleeding on the cross, and um, wow. and then ultimately, which my favorite, and I know um, I know you you pull um, you pull tremendous nuggets from from here as well in Revelation. It's uh, it's seeing the unveiled Jesus. In, in the book of Revelation. Yeah. And and what we get out of that changes everything else. Um, and so I went on a, you know, just kind of an unfolding journey of uh of a, a word that was given to me um when I was in when I was in uh, Brazil, which was I would write 50 books before I'm 50. And uh, and I felt it and I knew it and I agreed with it. And I, I didn't doubt it. And I'm like, oh, let's do it. I I, you know, I received that for myself. And uh, I've been walking out that uh, ever since that moment. I just feel like it's to- I'm totally capable of doing that. It's totally realistic, and and you know I can sure I can do the math on how many books that is per year. <laughs> but they they kind of come they you know they come in, in their in their proper form, and and it, I don't have to force any of it. You know, it just it's like a deposit in me that I get to partner with to open it up. And um,
0: no, I think. Let me say something about that yeah. real fast because I remember you first told me that was the first thing, I think the first year we worked together. Mm-hmm. And I had already written maybe four books at that point and just looked at you like, you're a little crazy, crazy. but I like this. <laughs> you know, like this is a little crazy. <laughs> not sure, but I'm not not I didn't want to not stand in faith with you. I just was like, huh. And what's interesting is my capacity of writing and then your your ability to help other people write their books. You've also written for some of us in some areas. It's, it's incredible. So like, there's like, you know, my capacity for writing went up and I started to have more faith for writing. And then I've watched a lot of our friends, even some of our team, we've had Jacqueline's released a book now Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. children. Steve's releasing a book on dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, Wesley's releasing a book on on just her, you know, teaching. It's Mm -hmm. amazing that even in our little circle of our small team, you inspire faith for us like what God's given you. You just inspire. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to just, say that real fast, because Mm -hmm. in some ways, if you get to 50, you'll probably have 300 books you've helped write. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have, let's say 50 books you've written or whatever. It's going to, it's going to be a multiplied effort for sure. But keep Mm -hmm. going. I just wanted to pause there.
1: Yeah. So we have, we have these moments and here's why they're so important. If we don't see the hinge when Jesus, you know, says pivot, then we will continue to look Um, at the unfulfilled um, development of scripture Mm -hmm. and we won't see the fulfillment of it. We won't see where he brought the answer. We, we still see where there's questions. You we're still stuck on Job. We're, you know, we're still stuck in the whale with Jonah, you know, we're like, why are we going to get out? You know? And, um, and we don't see the promise. We didn't keep reading. And, you know, I, I know for the last several years I've been traveling with you. You talk about how in Revelation, Jesus saw the bride and then everything changed. You know, we can, we need to see it that way. And, and for me, it's been the same. If, if we see the unveiled uh, nature of God as a, a fulfillment, Jesus is the fulfillment, um, specifically Revelation, but seeing Him as the answer of all things, then wow. uh, the questions that we have about our past, and our process get answered. And uh, if we don't see them, then, uh, then we continue to, um get stuck with the lens that we carry and um it doesn't matter what's going on in the room we're going to see whatever's inside you know we're literally going to see wow. with whatever lens we've got on you could i mean jesus was doing miracles in front of people Wh- miracles have been presented in front of people and you've got you've got one guy saying this is this is an earthquake it's a terrible noise that's happening and the other person saying it's god this father speaking from heaven i mean you only see what's yeah. inside and that's, that's why I love um, so much uh, developing resources to, to change the, the inner man. Because if, if the word doesn't become flesh, then it doesn't matter what goes on around us.
0: We're, we, will, yeah. we won't
1: recognize it.
0: So in some ways, what we're talking about is um, there's these moments of pivot. I like to look at it like if you're a creative person or musical at all, mm-hmm. if you have a song starts and you're supposed to start the singing at one point, and mm-hmm. you miss it, they have to play all the way back to that point again. They can't just mm-hmm. start right there. Right. And in life, sometimes we have these moments that God brings us to that if we miss it, he's good enough to restore an opportunity or to redeem the, you know, the loss if we, if we missed it. Like I know I've missed a few opportunities that cannot be restored. Mm-hmm. I won't get that same opportunity again, but he'll mm-hmm. redeem it as though it was never lost, which is good. Mm-hmm. But ultimately when he brings us or presents us a pivot moment or a hinge moment in life, Mm -hmm. we want to be, do all the inner work we can. So when we're in that moment, we can actually say, I'm going to jump in right when it's right. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to wait or hesitate. Cause I think sometimes that hesitation, I mean, I know personally, like that hesitation has cost me, it's Mm -hmm. cost me relationship time. It's cost me, you know, finances. It's cost me moments of anointing or glory because of just hesitating. So I think like, I like what you're saying, because I feel like, um, it's it puts a boldness. I mean, not a fear of missing out, but a boldness. I me to say, like like you said earlier, he brought us to the point where that person's in our life right there. Right. It's right. a relational moment, not a works moment, not a performance right. moment. It's a relational moment. Like how beautiful is this moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I just think you know, there's this one picture of um, Forrest Gump sitting on the the bench mm-hmm. with somebody who's next to him, and and the person who's next to him has all the you know the resources in the world, and he doesn't know it because he's Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. And I just think like, that's, that's how we are so many times. We don't know who God's sitting us next to. And yeah. so I love that. Just the pivoting moments because, and the hinge moments, because we're in 221 or 2021 mm-hmm. and, and we need to be able to change and shift and, and get good theology, like what you represent, I love your theology. And so keep going. I just wanted to kind of yeah. interject in there.
1: Yeah. And our response time, uh, you know, really is a measure of, of authority. Um, so, you know, Mm. the length that it takes us to, to respond to, to his, um, his, uh, unction, um, really determines how much authority we have in it, I think, because it, at the end of the day, it's about, it's about alignment and, uh, he can instill in me and, and give me as much as he can trust me with. And, uh, God, you know, God is so graceful that, and, and so merciful, um, that, that he doesn't want to give me something that will completely destroy me and you know he's going to give me what yeah. what I can carry uh because he's so yeah. fantastic you know we we pray for bigger things than we we most of the time can handle um but it it totally. gets us to the place of of alignment which is fantastic it's his will um but i think you know the will of god is really in, in multiple stages uh it it can be we can walk in the perfect will but we also can walk in the good or the acceptable and and that's really a choice, um, you know, with, with, with our experience. Um, but it's, it's, it's based on our receptivity and, um, our, you know, our willingness and, you know, the questions Jesus presented all the time is, uh, if you, you know, if you're willing and, uh, and then the person says, I am willing and they're open and then they receive. And it really is an interesting, um, world that we have internally. Um, to to not only carry these principles or understandings of the kingdom but to to partner with uh god in a way where we're aligning ourselves up with his will and then we start to manifest it um because for me it's been um it's been have a principle um encounter the person and then i get to walk in and experience so like the book you mentioned ways of prosperity came out of a dream i just Uh, just popped in, popped in there. I had this full on dream. And then I woke up out of the dream and I said, I got to write this book. I got to finish flushing this book out. This is a promise that God has sealed before time. And he just gave it to me because I, uh, I, I'm partnering with him in certain uh, areas of thought and he trusts me with it. And, and then he lined up, you know, relationally uh, an ability to publish it and then for it to get out into people's hands so they can experience it as well. Um, and that's kind of how it's been for me. I, I feel like, uh, I, you know, I try to steer my life in a way where I'm in alignment with God and, and then, uh, these moments pop in, um, even more so than me pursuing them, honestly. Um, because I, I'm just trying to be in right relationship.
0: I think it's interesting because I was years ago when I was in my twenties, I one on one conference to Boston and this old man walked up to me and he said, I want to show you something. And he shows me a lottery ticket and his pastor mm-hmm. was next to him and he goes, I won the lottery. And I said, and it's a win. And he goes, it was, several, it was about 15 years ago. And I, I was mm-hmm. like, well, That's amazing. It was no, it was the worst experience of my life. He said, I had this ticket. And I was walking up to claim it because I, I had won. And God is the only time I ever heard God audibly. And he said, um, This is not my will for your life. Throw it away. Wow. And he didn't do it. And he said, and, and as he kept walking, the Lord said, you're going to lose your marriage and your family and all of your relatives are going to be greedy and no one can sustain this wealth in your family, including yourself. Wow. And so he ended up, you know, not throwing it away, claiming it and lost everything. And he had 27 lawsuits from family members. Wow. And that's like crazy 25, or 27, I can't remember, <laughs> but it was in the twenties. And crazy. so he tells me like, he heard a message from the old Leonard Ravenhill Mm -hmm. right after that. And he's in Leonard Ravenhill, if you know who that is, he's like one of the fathers Mm of old revival movements said, are you in the perfect will of God? Ask God Mm -hmm. tonight. Mm -hmm. And this is like 15 years after or 10 years after he lost everything. And he said, God, am I in your perfect will? And the Lord said, you've never understood my perfect will, Mm -hmm. but I want to bring you into it, but you got to know me. And it was just one of those moments where he said, now I'm in the perfect will of God. He goes, I live in an apartment. I don't have a lot of money He goes, I'm Mm -hmm. working as a custodian but I'm the happiest I've ever been. Wow. And so he just kind of shared like the, the reverse process of somebody who got everything they thought they wanted to, mm-hmm. but I'm going to walk with God and it's going to look differently than what I thought it would look like. You know, it's right. that alignment you're talking about. So I do think it's really interesting because you're talking about these hinge moments and you're also talking about, there's different levels of the, of just the, the will of God. Like he, he has right. a will and he it's like when God spoke to me and said, I got this huge offer for video games, Mm -hmm. to be in the video game industry for my favorite company, offered me to be the story kind of director, kind of one of the driving Mm -hmm. directors of the franchise I love the most still to this day that I still play. Mm -hmm. And I literally, it was a huge paycheck. I have no college education. I have no video game education. It was only because I worked for Universal and they liked me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and I remember just going, God, can I do this? Should I do this? what ah," You know, and he, and he spoke to me internally and he said, you can do this and you would have a good life. But if you walk with me, you'll have a great life. Wow. And it was that thing of like, you know, this isn't walking with what I planned for you. But if you choose this, I'll bless you. But if you want to do what I planned before time began, Mm -hmm. it's going to be the adventure of a lifetime. It's going to be a way higher price. It's going to be a lot harder, but come this direction. And I just felt that cost to it. But I also felt like, how could I say no to the most beautiful person there is? Yeah. And so I just, you know, I didn't mean to camp here too much, but I just think it's so part of that story of like, if Jesus is the answer and the solution, like you're talking about. And you've had these moments where he's shown you, then you'll keep going back to is this, is there something higher? Like, I think both yeah. you and I ask, is there a higher? Like, we're yeah. never set into a 30 year zone of career, even when we changed from our touring and we had to cancel 37 trips. And you immediately are like, we're going to do media. That's been part of our calling. And we began to pray and look at it. And it was like, uh, it wasn't, it, it was disturbing, but it wasn't super concerning because we knew God had us as mm-hmm. far as a ministry. And I really trusted your heart in that too. And I think that's the difference of somebody who's looking for, I love that about you. You're looking for how God wants to move next and what God wants to do next. Jeremy, you, we talked about this quite a bit in the, in the podcast where you like to see people resourced and you've been creating some incredible resources. You don't just think like, let's do a podcast. You think let's do four podcasts and you don't think like, <laughs> let's just do one book. You're thinking of mm-hmm. training materials and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So talk about what you're building right now and how do people get involved with it?
1: Yeah. Um, I. I do want to give people the tools uh, so that they can be equipped, empowered, and um, resource themselves so they can walk it out for, their, for themselves. You know, really that transfer that has to happen. Uh, anytime we receive something, we got to give it away. Um, and so, you know, my wife and I, we've got uh, four podcasts that we're doing every week, uh, which, is, which is really fun. I've got a podcast, which I think it's, represents Jesus well. You know, he didn't always have um, the most fun conversations, quote unquote fun. Um, but they were they were needed and they brought forth so much fruit. So I got a church podcast, um, and my wife has Tuesday Talks with Allie. She's a doctor in uh, clinical psychology, and so she helps people through um, you know emotional, mental, art process. It really brings them an upgrade into a thriving life. And then we do a little um, travel that inspires. Uh, we've been to 50 countries, and so we're sharing experiences to let people in on some of the fun parts of the world. And then um, we have our continuation of season two ways of prosperity podcast, which we kind of go um, into each way of prosperity out of the 153 um, oh, and, and help people into uh, each different uh, way of prosperity so they can walk it out in their life. And uh, we've got a platform that we're, we're growing. Um, I'm doing a, a writing publishing, a little, little course on, on the platform, which is fun. Just kind of talking people through. Um, ghost writing and then writing for themselves, so they can kind of just get a little uh, momentum more so than the technical side. That's awesome. And um, yeah, my wife's got a. She just released a happiness course, which is cool. Um, helping. I saw that. I didn't happy.
0: even know. She didn't even tell me. I was so excited. She about just dropped
1: some. I'm like, you did that on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, so how do people
0: yeah. get there? What was the
1: RadiantThoughts.com? You know, and you can look us up on. Uh, by our names, uh, Jeremy Boutros and Dr. Ali Boutros on any podcast platform. And, um, you know, our books are on Amazon.
0: Well, I'm so excited about people getting to be exposed to you. You're a brilliant light in our ministry, and you've exposed us to so much. I mean, you've helped me with the theology on several of my books. You've you've helped us with pretty much every project we've done in the last seven years. And so we're so grateful for you, and we're so grateful for people to get a hold of all that is Jeremy and Ali So thanks for being on the podcast today, my brother.
1: Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Do
0: you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Translating God Mentoring, where you'll receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line, and also your rating, reviewing, and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.